1: Horse with a speed of light, a clod of dust, and a hearty high of silver, the Lone Ranger. the noon train was drawing into Colfax Tom Conlon and his wife were the only passengers in the coach They wore eastern clothes, but Tom's deep tan and the lines around his eyes proclaimed the fact that he spent most of his time out of doors. Mary, his wife, was looking out the window as he assembled their hand luggage.
3: It isn't much of a town. I warned you about that, Mary. Uh, But it'll start growing now that we're here. You're always confident, Tom. But are you sure?
4: (laughs) Of course I am, honey. You know that I've planned ahead. Yes, but what There's if we... a trail herds from Texas on their way to Colfax right now. And there'll be more when the ranchers find out that Garner doesn't have a monopoly on the cattle buying. This is the closest point on the line for me.
3: Well, what about Garner? He won't like your coming here.
4: I don't know much about him. Naturally, my being here will make him raise his prices, but better prices will mean more business. Hold there'll line. be plenty for both Hold of line.
3: us. Coming into the station.
4: Oh, do you see anyone who looks like the banker?
3: Mr. Harriman? There's a man in a black broadcloth suit. I certainly hope he's here. What do we do if he isn't?
4: Inquire at the bank. He'll know where the house is that he's rented for us.
3: I hope it's livable.
4: (laughs) Ah, you'll make it livable if it isn't, honey. Hey, here we are. I'll go ahead and get the luggage off, then I'll help you down.
2: Are you Conlon? Yes, I'm John Marmon. Working the coalface. Thanks, thanks, sir. This is my wife, Mary. How do you do, Mrs. Conlon?
3: Oh, Mr. Harriman, it's a pleasure
2: to meet you. You've been awfully kind. Uh, we're glad to have you with us. Thank you. I think you like your house. It's furnished right nice. And I rented an office for your husband, too. Did
4: those drafts come through from
2: St. Louis? All clear. You can open for business tomorrow if you want to. Ah, uh, fine. Oh,
3: no, you don't, Mr. Conlon. For the next few days, you're going to help me get settled. <laughs> I wouldn't
2: bother with
5: that if I were you, man. What? Huh? I got a message for you, Conlon. From Kate Garner. Is that so? Yeah. He says if you want to stay healthy, get out of town. He's decided that you and your missus should take the first train in the morning back east. He's decided? Who does he think he is? Just Kay Garner, that's all. Harriman should have told you about him before you made this long trip out here for nothing. Colfax is a one-man town, mister. And Kay Garner's that man. He don't want you here. Tell him, Harriman. Tell him all about it. Oh, Tom.
4: Well, it looks as if I'm going to have to have a showdown with Mr. Garner. Oh,
2: I I wouldn't advise it. You don't suppose I'll let him get away with a bluff like that? It's no bluff. This is a one-man town. I I should have warned you, but I knew it would mean so much to us to have you here. And Keg's cattle buying doesn't amount to too much anymore. I didn't think he'd mind. I just went ahead with the arrangements you asked me to make. See, I, I should have asked him if it was all right. Asked him if it
4: was all right? I can't believe it. Believe what? You're pale. Your hands are shaking. You're afraid. Yes, I am. Well, I'm not.
2: Roof said that I should tell you. I shall. Keg Garner is a killer. He's killed ten men that I know of. Don't you have any law in Colfax? Uh, we have a sheriff that takes orders from Keg. But murder, Mr. Harriman. Keg always forces the other man to draw first. That makes it self-defense. I
4: know the breed, and they don't scare me.
2: Tom, you promised I, me. I, I know I
4: did, there won't be any trouble if I can help you. No, you can't. This is a free country, Mr. Harriman. I'll believe that until somebody proves I'm wrong. And if you feel that you have to make a report to Keg Garner, you can tell him that Mary and I are staying here. We're making our home in Colfax.
1: From the railroad station, Tom Conlon and his wife went directly to the little white house on the outskirts of town that the banker had rented for them. They spent the afternoon unpacking. And after supper that night, Tom laid a gun belt and a brace of six-shooters on the living room table.
3: Tom, what are you going to do with those?
1: I'm going to clean them. And then what? Well,
0: Well.
4: a man must protect his home.
3: You don't intend to wear them.
4: I may have to, Mary.
3: Tom, remember what you told me when you asked me to marry you. Remember how you convinced me that you were through with gunfighting. I was. I am. If There were no ifs then. The man you called your best friend had saved your life in a fight with some outlaws. You said you'd promised him that you'd never wear guns again. In a
4: case like this, a man has a right to... You said
3: never. I'd rather leave Colfax than have you break that promise. Turn tail and run. If you want to put it that way.
4: Mary Harriman said that Garner's killed ten men after letting them go for their guns. They were afraid of him, so scared they couldn't shoot straight. That's how all bad men make their reputations. Well, I've got to prove that I'm not afraid.
3: What are you saying, Tom? That you intend to shoot it out with Kate?
4: If I have to.
3: No. If you shoot first and kill him, it'll be murder. If you let him shoot first, he'll kill you. You're proving that you're not afraid by staying here. I won't let you break the promise you made your mysterious friend. I wouldn't have married you if it hadn't been for that promise. It's the whole basis of our lives together.
2: Listen,
4: someone just rode up.
3: Mr. Harriman?
4: I don't know, honey. You don't mind if I take one of these guns while I go to the door?
3: No.
0: Hello, Tom. Rita!
4: What are you doing in Colfax? I'm
0: singing at the Monte Carlo. Believe me, I wouldn't have come here if... Well, I've got to talk to you.
4: Come in, come in. Mary, I want you to meet Rita. Uh, Rita... It's Rita O'Day now. Oh, my wife, Mary.
0: Oh, how do you do? Hello. Rita's an old friend, honey. Old and getting older. Any friend of Tom's is a friend of mine. That's nice of you to say. You've done well, Tom. I like you, Mary. Well, I like you. (laughs) Well, we can save the bouquets for later. There's no time for them now. Tom, I brought a couple of horses. You two have to get out of town right away. What are you talking about? I said right away, Tom. Keg's men are on their way over here. What of it? You always did like a fight, didn't you? I'm
4: not going to run away from one.
0: How many of them are there, Rita? Enough. This place will be a sieve when they're through with it. We'd better go, Tom. Say, you're not only pretty, you have good sense. Tom, listen. The masked man must be somewhere near here. The masked man? The man who saved both our lives in Aberdeen. Oh. I saw Tonto down at the railroad station today. I was there when you came in.
4: Were they camped?
0: I don't know, Tom. You'll have to look for them. I've got a hunch he's after keg. Are these outlaws you're talking about?
3: No,
4: honey. The masked man is the friend I've told you about. The one I promised not to wear guns.
0: Well, you never told me he wore a mask. It
4: would have been too hard to explain.
0: He's no outlaw, Mary. They call him the Lone Ranger. And he's Tom's friend, all right. What's more, he's the only one who can help him around here. Well, what are we waiting for, then? They're too late. They're here. Get down on the floor, Mary. I'll put out the lamp.
1: More shots rang out as Tom plunged the room into darkness. With his two guns and all his ammunition, he crawled back to the shattered window and fired back at the men outside.
0: I'll take one of those guns and some cartridges. You'd
1: better keep out of the Peter.
0: Oh, no. I'll start shooting from the other window. The more guns there are firing at them, the less likely they are to close in.
4: All right, Here. <laughs> Don't show yourself, though. They're hiding in the bushes to the left of that shed across the street. Be careful. I will be.
1: For ten minutes, Rita and Tom returned the fire of Garner's men. And then the sound of gunshots reached them from a new direction.
4: What's happening, Tom? I
1: don't know, Mary. Keep down.
4: What do you make of it, Rita? There's
0: someone firing from that come street beyond the shed.
4: He isn't firing at us.
0: No, at Garner's men. There's more than one man in the woods. Listen.
4: Yeah.
0: Are they helping us, Tom? Shooting at the men in the shed, anyway. Those side riders have had enough. I'm sure some of them have been wounded. Look, Tom, there, look. They're going for their horses out in back. Yeah. Let's give them a send off. Right. There they go. Is it all over? For the time being, Mary. Well, what about the men in the woods? Who can they be? You'll find out in a minute. Here they come.
4: It is, Rita. It's a masked man and Tano.
0: That's what I figured. A masked man and an Indian.
4: I'll go out and talk to them. Howdy there, mister. Hello, Tano. Oh, it's sure great to see you after all these years. I guess you've saved my life again.
5: Hello, Tom. Who's in the house with you? My
4: wife and Rita O'Day.
5: Rita from the Monte Carlo? That's right. They haven't been hurt, neither your wife nor Rita? Not a scratch. Good. Do you have any horses, Tom?
4: Well, Rita brought us a couple, but I guess they must have bolted when the shooting started. Well, to see them.
5: In field, back a house. Get them, Kimasabi. huh me do it. Rita came here to warn you? Yeah. She heard yeah. Garner's uh, men planning this at the cafe. She can't go back there. They may have seen her. She'll have to come with us. With us?
4: You mean Mary and I are going someplace with you?
5: Yes. There are four horses. Silver can carry double. We'll take you to our camp, Tom. It's in a hidden valley. And even if Garner's men should stumble on it, we'll be able to hold the entrance against them. Somehow
4: I didn't think you'd want me to run away from a man like Garner.
5: This isn't running away. We're only waiting... The marshal on his way from St. Louis. Garner's stayed within the letter of the law ever since he's been in Colfax. With his real name's Sam Banner, and he's wanted for a murder in Missouri. He'll be arrested? And taken back there for trial. After that, you can go to work. You can organize a decent people and elect an honest sheriff. There's no chance of that while Colfax is still a one-man town. there. Good enough. Get your wife and Rita, Tom. You better get started right away. There are only a half a dozen men across the street, but I'm sure they'll be back with reinforcements. Mary! Rita!
4: We're riding with the masked man! All right, we'll get ready.
1: The little party mounted and rode out of town. They had covered less than a mile when the lone ranger gave the signal to halt.
5: What are we stopping here for? You hear them, Kimo Sabe? Uh-huh. Any horses? Garner's men are after us, Tom. Rita, I'm going to ask you to ride with Toto. All right. All right, I'll help you up.
0: Aren't you, aren't you coming with us?
5: I'll meet you at the valley. You all set? Yes. Up you go. Now what are you going to do? Wait here. Are you going to
4: try and stop them?
5: I'm going to lead them away from the valley if I can. Go on, Toto. Uh-huh.
6: Get him up. Come on, boy. Get
5: up. We're getting into up. hills him we can We up. Get easy here Get him up. Get him up. Get him up. the him up. the him the south. It's the same white horse we saw before. Yeah, it must be the mask man. After him, boys. We're going to catch that hombre on the white horse. Open fire!
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments. To continue our story. After they had left the Lone Ranger, Tonto led the way deep into the hills and through a maze of canyons until finally they reached the little valley where the masked man and he had made their camp. Hours passed. Tom and Mary and Rita slept beside the campfire while Tonto kept a solitary watch. Then, just as dawn was breaking, he sprang to his feet. The Lone Ranger rode into the valley. I'm glad
5: to see you, King Yes, and I'm glad to be back. Can he give Silver a good rub down? He can use it a good rest today. We'll be riding again tonight.
2: You meet Marshal?
5: He should be waiting for us on Lookout Hill at midnight.
2: Oh, then, then what you do?
5: This won't be an easier rest to make. I better ride into oh. Colfax with him. No,
2: Garner, men, see Mask.
5: Them shoot on sight. We'll work out a disguise, and I'll ride Scout instead of Silver. Well, you're pretty dangerous. We knew that it would be from the beginning. If Garner
1: goes to jail, it's worth it. The Lone Ranger and Toto rode out of the valley that night. They circled Colfax and headed east for Lookout Hill. The Marshal, Chef Maynard, was waiting for them. But although the Lone Ranger called him by name, the young man could hardly believe that this was the famous rider of the plains. The Lone Ranger gave him a silver bullet, and he was convinced of his identity but he was still unable to conceal his surprise at his appearance.
6: Well, from what I've heard about Silver, I'm sure I'd have recognized him anywhere. But you... Well, I don't know what to say. You're not wearing a mask. You look like an ordinary drifter.
5: That was the idea, Marshal. Garner's men have seen me wearing a mask. I'll be of more help to you like this. Oh, uh, have you planned what you're going to do?
6: Well, first I must make sure he's the right man.
5: Well, I thought you were sure.
6: I am, almost. But there's one positive identification that hasn't been mentioned.
5: What's that?
6: A jagged scar across the back of his left hand.
5: Have you seen it, Toto?
6: No. can't always wear a heavy glove on left hand. A glove? It's proof in a way. Still, I'll have to see the scar before I can make the arrest.
5: That complicates matters. I don't know how you can manage it without arousing his suspicions. Well, I'm a United States Marshal. I'll order him to take off his glove and show me his hand. Marshal, if you do that, and this man is Sam Banner... We'll have to shoot our way out of town, and we won't be taking him with us. Will you let me try to find out about the scar? How can you do it? Scarner wears two guns. He must be able to shoot with his left hand. But he couldn't do it well wearing a heavy glove.
6: You're going to get him into a gunfight? Let's say a contest.
5: I have an idea that it might work. Let me try it anyway, Marshal. (laughs)
1: The Lone Ranger rode into Colfax alone the following morning. He left Scout at the livery stable and then sauntered down the main street in the direction of the Monte Carlo. His travel-stained clothes made him seem to be an ordinary drifting cowboy, and no one gave him a second glance until he entered the cafe. Roof and Spike, Garner's chief lieutenants, were standing at the bar.
2: Well, look at the two-gun hombre that just wandered in. A bad man. (laughs)
5: You're all talking about me, partner? Yeah. Don't let these guns fool you. Oh, I guess maybe I can use them better than anybody you ever saw. But I don't do it all. <laughs> Did you hear that, Ruth? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Well, what's so funny? Oh, well, nothing. Nothing at all. And what kind of fancy shooting do you do? Well, if you're throwing ace of spades up in the air... I can put a hole through the center uh, most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess you don't believe me. Oh, sure, we believe you. Well, I'm ready to match my shooting against anybody in town. What was that? Oh, howdy, boss. He's ready to take all comers, Keg. You happen to know where you are, cowboy? Uh, Town of Colfax, ain't it? My name happens to be Keg Gunner. Uh, That's so? Never heard the name, huh? You consider it to be a good shot, too?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two. Listen to that. I consider it to be fair. Go
2: on,
5: show him, boss. He says he can drill an ace of spades. Most of the time. (laughs) Well, I can always do it with my right hand. It's harder with my left. What do you say we both try it that way? I'll shoot with my right. You're wearing two guns. Is that just a bluff? Watch your tongue. Oh, no offense, no offense. Lots of hombres care a spare gun that don't shoot with her left hand. I can shoot with either hand. I'll show you. Good. You first. Left hand.
2: Here's
5: an ace. Hey, you're drawn before he throws the card. I didn't say my draw was fast. I just shoot
2: straight. <laughs> Go on.
5: Toss the card. All right. There. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we can use the same card for you, boss. He didn't even make it. <laughs>
1: well, what do you know about that?
5: <laughs> you all set, boss? Uh,
1: just a second. Keg peeled the glove off his left hand and rested it on the butt of his gun.
5: Fire away. You know it's a boss is holding his draw till the card's in the air. Here he goes. Hey, look, everybody! He drilled it right through the center. Well, that's what I call shooting. Maybe it'll teach you not to talk so much. You know, I think I've seen you somewhere before. I doubt it. Uh, back in Missouri. I've never been in Missouri. Well, you look just like a fella named Ben. Oh, maybe it was Sam. Get out of here! What? My name is Keg Garner. I run this town and I'll give you to noon to get out of it. You understand that? Well, why? Because I said so. Until noon.
1: The crowd was silent as Keg turned on his heel and climbed the stairs to the balcony. After they heard the office door slam shut, Roof was the first to speak. He means it, mister.
5: you better hit the trail. He'll let you draw first and then plug you, just like he did that ace of Spades. Well, why should he... Don't you... ask any questions, just get. Yeah, maybe I'd better. Well,
4: who is it? Spike, boss. He went straight to the livery stable, saddled his horse and rode out of
6: town.
1: Good riddance. Keg dismissed the cowboy from his mind. The afternoon was a quiet one in Colfax. But that evening, Tom Conlon rode into town with instructions to enlist the banker's help in rounding up a posse of decent citizens. The Lone Ranger's name was enough to ensure Harriman's cooperation. And two hours later, the Lone Ranger himself reined up at the edge of town with Toto and the Marshal. He left Silver with them and started walking down the main street still wearing his disguise. People saw him, recognized him as the drifter who had been ordered out of town that morning and knew there would soon be a gunfight. The street suddenly became deserted. Word flashed ahead. When the Lone Ranger entered the Monte Carlo, Keg's own cafe, even that was empty. What's the matter around here?
5: You'll find out
6: soon enough. Keg's upstairs. Oh, wait. Not me. This place is closed.
1: The Lone Ranger strolled to the bar and leaned against it. Up on the balcony... The door of Keg's office was open a few inches, and Roof was watching him. It's him,
5: all right, boss. He's just leaning against the bar, waiting. All right. I'll take care of him as soon as I've checked my guns. I should have done it this morning. I wonder why he came back. He must be crazy. He may still think he remembers me. Anybody else downstairs? No. They've all cleared out. Ah, that's good. If he starts talking too much, I won't wait for him to draw... Just as well there aren't any witnesses. Yeah, all set. Good luck, boss. <laughs> as if I needed it. I told you to get out of town. I want to ask you a few questions. The only answers you'll get are from this gun. I'll give you one chance. You can make the first move. I never draw first. I'm coming downstairs, mister. When I hit the bottom step, I'm going to fire. Fire.
1: Keg started down the stairs. The Lone Ranger was still leaning against the bar. The two men watched each other's eyes, waiting for the telltale change of expression that was the prelude to action. With each step, Keg felt more uncertain. There was no wavering in the calm gaze directed at him. There was no fear, and with no fear in his opponent, Keg's own assurance left him. He had said he would fire when he reached the bottom of the stairs. But when he reached the next to the last step, he made his move. Oh! Too late. Both the Lone Ranger's guns spoke before Keg's were out of their holster, and both bullets found their mark, the right wrist and the left forearm. Are you ready to answer my questions now? Sheriff! Sheriff, come here!
5: Sheriff! Want, come down here and arrest this man! He shot me! The whole lot of you! Troops,
2: fight, come on and get him!
5: They won't show themselves, Keg. We'll round them up when we finish with you. All right, Marshal. You can come in now. Here's your prisoner. Marshal?
2: That's right. From St.
6: Louis. Grand
5: Banner, you're under arrest. I will take you back to Missouri to stand trial for murder. Oh, it isn't true. You can see for yourself, Marshal. He had an idea he was going to do some shooting. Though so he isn't wearing the glove on his left hand. There's the scar. I see it.
6: Just the way the witnesses remember it. Oh,
5: Spike, where are you? My guess is they're trying to get out the back way. Better manage his wounds, Marshal. Right. I've got lots of men you won't get out of here alive. How about that, Tom?
6: What's that, mister?
5: Keg says we won't get out of here alive.
6: He's talking about
4: his gang.
5: We've got the building surrounded. Then I can leave you and the Marshal to take care of your prisoners. We'll our sure
4: thing. Right. You see these men behind me, Keg? They're the ones you've been stepping on ever since you got yeah. here. That's
2: all over now, Keg. Yeah. A new
4: day is coming for cool facts. It's the end of your one-man town. Oh. You go to prison where you belong and democracy gets a chance again.
5: Who was he? Who? The hombre that outdrew me, that drifter.
2: Drifter. He's the man responsible for all this. I know that. Took his example to put some gumption in the rest of us and make us fight for our rights. Who
5: was he?
6: Stand still while I finish with this bandage. You were outclassed from the start, Keg. That was the Lone Ranger. Oh.